Don't they do the the um, what's that thing where light as a feather, stiff as a board? Yeah, there, light as a there, feather, stiff as, as a board. board. Light as a feather, stiff as a board. There you go. Okay, that works. <laughs> your inner child is an idiot the podcast where we revisit things from your childhood and crush any lingering hopes you might have had that they were any good my name's dj this is damon hi i'm damon hey damon i was trying to keep it calm this time i feel like got, it's gotten out of hand yeah you were getting really uh, uh yeah. when, it, when you I were just, talking you know the anger's got to go somewhere you know so that's good I for the show my work i call this my work mm-hmm. this podcast this thing where we sit and watch movies it's very work. Difficult. I'm at work. You know, a lot of times, honey, I'm at you, work. I can't. I can't. I can't do this right now. I'm at work. Do, when you like, you know, behind the scenes, people don't see all the things we do. Mm-hmm. You know, we watch uh, bad, often bad movies or yeah. TV series. This is, um, do very like uh, I guess surface that's level it, research. Honestly, that's it. Surface level <laughs> research. I get, I have to talk to you, mm-hmm. uh, which. You know, sounds really smooth. We edit all that in, all yeah. the back and forth. There's a lot of bickering. There's a lot of blank space where you're just looking at me, and no one can hear that. It's really <laughs> awkward. Uh, today, we're looking at the craft. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't really have anything, uh, good to be honest. Uh, well, this is a movie from... Um, 1996. Thank you. Starring... And I feel like uh, Feruza Balk, uh, Nev Campbell, I think... Other person and other person. <laughs> um, I think, oh, Skeet Ulrich, I believe, is oh, in this. Oh, thank God. And I believe uh, Ben Stiller's wife is in it. Marsha Brady. Oh, yeah. I do. She's like a mean person in it. I think she is the Regina George of this movie. Is everyone mean in this movie, though? Like, aren't the aren't our main characters I mean, our kind crafters, of- our craft, crafty buddies, they're, they're probably, you know, overall pretty good. Okay. I would imagine, right? I guess I, uh, I'm i kind of conflating this. Since I haven't actually seen this movie, uh, I'm sort of conflating it with the similar vibe kind of movies, like the teen. Right. I'll be completely honest. I have seen this movie. I was oh, going to I was going to keep up a front, but um, you can't I did not see it. Anymore. I can't do it. <laughs> uh, my boyfriend did show me this movie. I think it was on cable and we watched it. But I'm yeah. all my feelings right now. Our previewing feelings. I'm okay. getting character as Damon 11 months ago. You're Damon as Damon. <laughs> right. In Damon in, watches the craft. In 2014. <laughs> um, uh, I remember the year like it was... Those halcyon days. <laughs> the salad days of yesteryear. <laughs> remember when Barack Obama was president? So this uh, makes me want to... So I'm just moving on from that. Yeah, apparently. no, that's fine. Um, I, I thought we were going to riff a bit, but nope. if you want to just move on, that's I just fine. Decided. Um, I, I, it makes me think of, and this is again not having watched the movie yet uh, of Clueless, which is a movie that I really <laughs> loved and did uh-huh. watch a lot. Yeah, I think my sister must have liked it at first, and then I just kept watching it, or it was on TV a lot. It's a good movie. Clueless is good. We should watch that one because I, I don't, it's I haven't one. seen it since I was I was young. But this is not that. This is no. not that movie. I'm and scared that it will not be anywhere close to that. I don't know, but it is spooked Feel that cold wind upon your shoulder? That's Spooktober. Here's something that only tangentially, tangentially mm-hmm. relates, and yeah. that would be Halloween candy. So... You were just trying to steer this. I whole... just wanted. To, I want to talk about something that I do mm-hmm. uh, have some passionate feelings about. Wait, I want to before we get to Halloween candy. I won't. Okay. No, I won't stop you there. But okay. I do want to say, like, I feel like this is comparable to Hocus Pocus in that I remember it being around. Yeah, that's and then I, I didn't hear anything about it, and then our generation grew up, and now if you say it's... I haven't seen the craft, people get oh angry. Oh my god! Oh my god! So when the writer is not in this, no, right? it seems no. like she should be. It well, I'm seems thinking like of the Crucible. Or I have a right? feeling she was the first choice, and she was like, "No, nah, I'm doing Crucible." And they're yeah. like, "Get Frusabalk in here." Yeah, and they were like, "Or Nev Campbell," and they're yeah. like, "What was that name again?" And they're like, "Frusabalk, Return to Oz." Uh, doesn't ring a bell. I will say, Frusabalk is like one of those actresses where. Uh, the only reason I know what name and what person you're talking about is because last week we were talking about, or last time <laughs> we watched something, we were talking about her. And then I kind of was like, oh, yeah, that lady. Uh, but she's definitely one of those where if you, especially if you're our age or around it, you'll be like, oh, that person. Like, even though you may not know her name, like, it's like, uh, 
She was in a lot of stuff. As like, was she in? A, I feel like I only know her from this and Return to Oz. No, I feel like she was in a bunch of things, uh, and I'll I'll have to you know. But she's not a thing anymore. No. I mean, I'm sure she's a thing. She's a noun. But I mean, she's she still exists. Is that what yeah. you're saying? She has a a, a matter. Yes. Yeah. She has not <laughs> evaporated. Right. That's what you're mostly because um, law of conservation of matter. So no yeah, matter well, what, I mean, she can change into a different kind. She could of decompose energy. eventually. Yeah. 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 Did you say decompose? Well, I mean, if she decompose, oh, decompose if she dies, okay. I mean, she will still have matter. She will just not belong to her necessarily anymore. That's I'm true. sorry, Fruzabalk. If the only off chance that you'd be listening to this, that we're discussing your death Existence. and decomposition. <laughs> She seems like a sweet lady. I'm but uh, since we don't really have anything to say, do you want to say something about Halloween candy? Well, this uh, Halloween candy is a thing that I, I haven't actually had that much this uh, this holiday season. This mm-hmm. your family this holiday season. <laughs> um, but it is Give definitely one of those things candy. that is sort of the the very core of this podcast, which is like where you were young and you were like freaking out about something. You loved it, and then you get older and you still have really fond feelings, but then you go back to it. And you're, you're like, like oh. I mean, I'll eat candy. If you put a bowl of candy right here, I would eat it. I'm not saying I'm above that by any means, but it's definitely one of those where you're like popping, you know, like uh, warheads in your mouth or something, and you're going. Which like, ones are war? Are those are the ones like that lemon ex- heads or like aren't they like? I remember uh, someone's ex- head was exploding on the yeah. the wrapper, hot heads or something, and then there's like, and you're just like, oh, this is not what yeah. I remember. This tastes like plastic. One thing I do know about candy in general is that, like, as a kid, you just accept what they tasted like. Like, this is what yeah. grape tastes like. This is what watermelon tastes like. And as right. you got older, you're like, what watermelon were you eating? Yeah, the f- watermelon, the flavor, does not really taste like Resemble watermelon. at all. No. I think that's the most, <laughs> like, there. that is the most disparate of the yeah. two flavors. Well, and I Real watermelon and watermelon. Like, there was, like, some executive, like, fuck it, that's fine. That's fine. That's, that'll work. That it's, was, like, that, a bad attempt at cherry, and they were like, just use that for make watermelon. Make it red. Yeah, I do like the I do like the kind of fake watermelon flavor on its own, like in in some contexts. It's Maybe. always like a little weird if you think about it too much, though. Grape too is. Do you I have, think there's a point like something happens post puberty, and you're like, grape? No, I don't want that anymore. <laughs> That's disgusting. Do you have any uh, like fond or not so fond trick or treating memories? Um. <laughs> no, I always. The, one of the reasons I hate Halloween. Seventh Day Adventist. <laughs> I am not a fan of Halloween okay. uh, much at all. So you were about to get in a fist fight with my wife then? Possibly. She's a huge fan. People love Halloween, and especially people in their thirties. I've noticed recently, like within the past few decades, <laughs> really love Halloween. Dan Savage has a funny quote where uh, he says that Halloween is like pride for straight people. <laughs> they get to they get to dress up like sluts and go to parties and you know drink until they're almost dead. But I I just always have sort of found it exhausting and then part of it is that I always wanted to go as something that I really liked. Right. And I had an offbeat I think as a kid like I don't think it was that offbeat though, right. but I would dress as something and people were like, "Are you Bugs Bunny?" and I'm like, "No, I'm Roger Rabbit." And they're like, like oh, "I am." Yeah. I remember that, I remember that movie out. from 5 years ago. I'm like, yeah. okay, can I have candy now? <laughs> candy, please. Um, and I think uh, the last year I went, I just sort of went, I was like, fuck it, I'll just go as a ghost. The classic, like, yeah. cut some holes Ooh. in a sheet. Uh, I bashed my head into a tree because one of the things those cartoons Wait. don't, hold on, I'm going to tell you. Okay. <laughs> one of those things those cartoons don't tell you is that there's no natural way for a sheet to just sort of stay, stay yeah. perfectly centered on the top of your head. Bobby so Bean, those holes friend. are going to just sort of go wherever they please. <laughs> but in the cartoons, it's just sort of like, sheet, done, hey. But in real life, the holes got off centered. I walked right into a little you're just, sapling. You're and supposed to take a thumbtack and just stick it into your right head. Right into your head. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, Harrison Ford in the Indy hat. He just stapled yep, it right it onto his head. Goes right um, so I think that was the last straw for me in Halloween. And I think I tried to get back into it in my 20s. When everyone else was like, oh, yeah, we're just going to go drink. I'm like, don't we do that every weekend? (laughs) But we're going to be in, like, complicated costumes now, so we'll be uncomfortable the entire time. They're having drink dollars. Great. $11 drink special at the bar. So I would still, I would still, I noticed the same trend would happen where I would go as, you know, Rosemary. I would have, like, a nightgown. I do remember your Rosemary. And and everyone would be like, what are you? Are you a woman in a nightgown? I'm like, no, look at my baby. See how it's glowing red? And they're like... 
That bait, I will say you're... So you have a devil baby? I'm like, you're getting closer. Yeah, pretty much. But I have a name. Anything? No? And then All it right. becomes, well, because you want to do something... You want to like, do something clever. Clever. But, like, it's, it's, it's a really fine line because if it's too clever then you look like an asshole right and if it and if they guess it immediately then you're like well that's no fun i wanted it to be like a little bit right and i never get that second thing i only get the yeah who are you i'm just so lazy that i just don't do those things and yeah it just becomes a really complicated thing and i'm just like why am i spending so much time and like hunting through a goodwill for the right like red red and black striped shirt so you can be calvin is like after a while you're like what the fuck am i doing with my life (laughs) and you just stress out you freak out and eventually you're just like i don't want to do this yeah that's that's a big part of like becoming uh i mean it's part of becoming a crotchety old man also but part of becoming an adult (laughs) for me has been like I don't want to do this, so I'm not going to do this. Right. There's no, you start sort of thinking through things logically. And that's one of those things for me, too, where you're like, uh, just working really hard on an idea for a costume. And then you're like spending all this time and you're like, I, I'm not, I'm not going to do this. You just like decide. Right. Like I, I worked in the summer, uh, at, at this like, uh, musical. And so all these theater people were out there and they don't have all these oh, costume theater party. people. Yeah, I can only have... imagine. Well, there, it was really fun, you know, like, and I wanted to go. Oh, I wasn't disagreeing with you. I was just singing the song. Mercy me's. I can only imagine. <laughs> Which you so often do. Oh yeah. Uh, so I would want to, you know, there would be costume parties and some, some summers it was like more reasonable. Like there'd be four throughout the, few months that you're out there four costume costume parties parties. and that that is what given that it's like a summer camp so like four you know over the course of three months is like i'm already like i'm out yeah well and then there was somewhere it was like every two weeks we were having a costume i was like guys i can't but would they be on a theme since you're having so many yeah each one would be a different theme like we had like i do like themes a trigger trick-or-treating one you know like stars of hollywood oh okay so it wasn't all like uh it would one was like holidays so each room and, and then of course they were all drinking based so yeah. that's another reason i didn't really mm-hmm. feel super if you don't drink it. you're out like yeah. there's no reason if you're nope. lazy and don't drink no yeah which halloween is, is not for you that's a good point yeah i just feel like recently like <clears throat> there's been a trend of oh my favorite holiday holiday is halloween and i'm like and i just want to be like fuck you we all know it's christmas stop lying (laughs) i get it you like candy and drinking and dressing up but i know it's christmas you know it's christmas you're not fooling yeah you're so cool you're the feruza balk of the school (laughs) shut up i gotta be honest it's always been thanksgiving for me because there's not so many like no presents to buy okay not always as an adult it's thanksgiving because because I don't care about getting presents anymore mm-hmm. because that means you also have to buy presents. Exactly, yeah, and I, you know, sword. I like that to an extent, but like once the the like my nieces and nephew like get older, then they're like not as like spazzing out about it. it. You yeah. know, they're like into it, but not as not to the same degree. And then so it's like that's not quite as fun. And like there's just a lot more obligations around Christmas if you celebrate. Like just we have, there's like travel over here and travel over this this side of the family and this side of the family. And then um, with Thanksgiving, it's like eat <laughs> yeah thanksgiving is like christmas without the baggage yeah. a literal baggage actually um i kind of like that because thanksgiving seems like an earnest thing yeah whereas christmas just seems like fuck gotta buy these fucking things and then we gotta hang out with these jackasses and this fuck face <laughs> and and thanksgiving's just like hey we're just gonna hang out and eat we're gonna I'm eat like, all right um, i don't necessarily like you people but i can eat with you gra- grandpa's gonna watch football if you want to go ahead he's probably gonna fall asleep on the couch and, and night and new year's eve for me is like halloween without the baggage like yeah oh we're just gonna go out and drink at night okay uh, i that, can do that yeah, but even like i feel like new year's eve is like halloween level at least crowds oh yeah i do like a halloween or a new year's eve party at someone's house more than we're gonna go by hobby welcome to old grumpy bastards yeah damon and dj (laughs) Uh, whoppers were one it was a candy that i had (laughs) right i forgot that that's where this came came from is that i haven't had whoppers in years and then fairly recently it wasn't quite even halloween season yet but i just had them and i was like oh no I don't want this. Right. <laughs> of course, I eat the Whoppers rest of are them. weird. I are those ate the, the rest ones, of them. But... Are they malted in the center? Yeah. They're malted milk. Yeah, that's weird. With a weird waxy Malt chocolate. is not a thing that comes up as much these days. Yeah. So when you like reach the center of a Whopper, you're like, what is this? 
What is this flavor supposed to be? And then I went actually to uh, the pharmacy, which is a place here in Nashville that serves malts and milkshakes. Yeah. And I had a malt. And I'm like, oh, Whoppers. Okay, yeah. I got it now. I do like that. I do like malts. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, okay. So. I like, uh, <laughs> I tend to go for fruity things more than chocolate things. Yeah, you do. Girlfriend. Girlfriend. Bitches. Let's get us a Mai Tai. <laughs> that is a Although direct I had, verbatim D- Damon quote. <laughs> I had Skittles for the first time in like a thousand years. And I was like, after a while, my teeth were like, if you continue, we are leaving. <laughs> we are out of here. Um, We'd rather you do meth, honestly. I'm not a big sweets person anymore. As I don't know if I ever was as big into sweets when I was a yeah. youth. I'm more this, of a give me some Cheetos and Doritos and pretzels. Yeah, I'm I'm big into the the savory as well. But carbs. What do you got? Some carbs? Anyone? You got a a shitload of Olive Garden breadsticks. I'm on <laughs> it. Yes, please. Uh, it's it's weird because I, I think I'm not alone in this, but I, I don't really crave candy or anything. But if it's like here, right, I will eat all of it. The last year, <laughs> last year at Halloween, someone brought in a giant jar of candy corn. Yeah. Like the devil's candy. Like, what is this? We pressed some toenails and added a very slight amount of sugar. <laughs> you don't think Yay. candy corn is sweet enough? That's your problem with it? I don't think... Or maybe it's a, there's no flavor to it. Yeah. To latch the sweetness onto. So I'm just like, what am I doing? Do what is those, this? Those pumpkins that are like Tyler candy corn flavor? fucking those marshmallow or those mallow pumpkins is what he keeps calling them. Even though I think they're the same consistency. The, they're, they're candy corn. Just but sweetened bigger. wax. Yeah. yeah but candy corn is disgusting. I ate at least half of that jar. <laughs> yeah. Me and Shay, going back, my, my boss Shay would go back and forth eating it and we then each time we ate it we're like, oh, I fucking hate candy corn. You just like look look at each other and make direct eye contact <laughs> as you grab like the giant <sighs> handful and just put it straight in your mouth. This is the worst. This is disgusting. Um, all right so should we do the craft now yeah we're gonna watch the craft um and probably eat some candy probably or those sandwiches i brought oh yeah let's eat those those. okay okay bye We're the weirdos, mister. So wicked. <laughs> uh, this movie's so wicked. Oh, uh, wicked. It's movie. It's I really thought w- I had something, but I didn't. Wickedly wicked. Um, wow. We just watched The Craft. Yeah. Um, this is The Craft, the movie, not The Craft, like, beer. Craft no, we brew. weren't watching someone make craft beer. Although no. that sounds like it would be equally <laughs> exhausting. <laughs> uh, just got. I took some notes. Yeah. Um, and uh, an important note I have here first is nineties, nineties, nineties. Oh yeah. <laughs> so oh. <laughs> we're gonna take you through the movie, the craft. Uh, um, just a little recap, just in case you didn't, didn't get to watch it. If you did, I might skip ahead a little bit because it's just going to be us recapping what you just watched. Um, but we'll probably have funny comments, so you may true. not want to skip ahead. Maybe. I don't mm-hmm. know. We'll see. We'll find out. You know, Depends on if I think of anything funny as we're talking because Lord knows Damon's not going to. No. You know, like a lot of improv <laughs> classes, they say yes and. I'm more of a no but. No. No but. Here's something else to think but about. But actually. But actually is what my thing is. So we got uh, our protagonist, Sarah. Yeah. Um, Played by Robin Tunney. Robin Tunney, who we realized later, after Damon looked it up, that she was also in Empire Records. She was the shaven head. Which explains why I was really bothered by her hair. She had weird hair. This whole time. Uh, It wasn't the hair that was weird, but the line she had a lot of vo- volume and her bangs were like flooped up it was the 90s yeah. um and you could see like where her hair met her head and it was like a perfect line of hair and i was like was well, anyone else bothered by this <laughs> and then we looked it up and she had shaved her head for empire records which wrapped firmly filming a month before so she was wearing a wig there you go 
Wikipedia that or IMDb that. There you go. Little facts, little tidbits. So Sarah is, uh, she's a new girl at school because she just moved to, uh, we're in LA, right? And then uh, they just moved from from, uh, San Francisco with her her dad and her stepmother. Yeah, because of a suicide attempt, we we, learn. We learn later it's because she she attempted suicide and they they, uh, brought And it's kind of vague why. She said she had been betrayed by friends while she was in San Francisco and tried to kill herself. It's probably because she's a witch. <laughs> and they found out or got mad or something. So she goes to... And I love this movie. I have a problem with this uh, because most movies are filmed in Hollywood. Yeah. A little known fact that Hollywood produces a lot of the that, movies in America. That uh, sounds right. You mean Omaha, right? Omaha, <laughs> California. Yeah. Um, I don't know what that wasn't going on. we right with that joke. <laughs> um, but uh, one of the things that always bothers me about Hollywood movies is that they tend to film at California schools. And right. I'm like, what the fuck school is this? <laughs> They've got like waterfalls yeah. in the cafeteria. Outside. It's like an open, we have like an open concept school. <laughs> we don't like to think of class rooms as much as class spaces. It's like the Hawaii, the airport in Hawaii. You literally like walk, come down the escalator from the terminal and it's just open. You're just like, what you, don't you need to clean? What if it rains? And then I'll just laugh at you. <laughs> <laughs> this is God's paradise. <laughs> but seriously, there's a hurricane coming. So, <laughs> so we, a monsoon. Yeah, on that side oh, of the that's earth. Right. Or typhoon. Mm, I think it's a monsoon. Monsoon. Yeah, you're right. I so, think that's right. I've heard that one before. Yeah. So she comes to the uh, very uh, nice high school in LA, and she. Well, it's a Catholic. It should be noted yes. a Catholic. Yes, high school. It's a very strict dress. Code. Very strict. Everyone's clearly like it's. They shoot the first day. I guess it's the first day, so she's not expected to have a uniform yet. And you pass by all these girls in the classic. Catholic schoolgirl uniform, and then as the movie progresses, people just, just wearing whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, just, and I'm like, so is there a uniform policy, or there isn't? <laughs> so which is it? It was it was a bit strange because they're they're like it's not just like the boys have their shirts untucked. It's just like they're wearing like vaguely uniform esque. I guess clothing. you got a polo on. That's something. That but count? this girl's over here wearing a velvet caftan. <laughs> so uh, Sarah encounters Nancy, Bonnie, and Rochelle. Rochelle? Rochelle. And Bonnie also was a weird stretch. Nev Campbell's character is Bonnie. And I'm like, what under 40-year-old girl is named Bonnie? Yeah. Well, I guess she'd be be up there by now, right? Because it was a... It's actually short for Bontholomew. Bontholomew. Um, so they are uh, lovingly referred to as the bitches of Eastwick by the rest of the... Band. And I have a rule with movies. Don't reference better movies in your movie. <laughs> Unless you're confident that this is going to be better than Witches of Eastwick. Don't don't bring that to my mind. Like, oh, that is a good movie with witches in it. You know what Jack I should Nicholson's be... Nicholson's in it. You know what Bears I should be good? watching right now? <laughs> um, so... Yeah, they, they. She starts to kind of get in with them, and she also meets the boy, the love interest, sort of uh, Skeet, <laughs> Skeet Ulrich's character, yeah. boy named Skeet. Love interest, assault interest. What are the two? Yeah, the handsome, handsome Skeet Ulrich. Um, I don't get it. Like I remember hearing his name a lot in the nineties. Don't be so catty. He's, <laughs> handsome. He's not bad looking, but he also like looks. I don't know, like a cute guy who just finished crying. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like red in the face and his eyes are all water and just like huh ah, you want to go out sometime like a baby mouse or kind something. of he's <laughs> weird he's kind of weird looking and he his hair was nothing to write home he was just i mean like wear tighter clothes or get a shirtless scene in here well, some 90s you know he's good. i know billowing billowing just, fabrics yeah, in the 90s chokers um yeah chokers so she, well, I was also weirded out. Sorry, I refuse to let you speak. But the, the 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 way that both she meets up with him, your pen fell. I saw just that. in case and heard that. <laughs> uh, Everyone heard it. Uh, she meets up with these women, and they're horrible to her almost from the get go. Yeah, and then like I was right. They're in my only movie assessment. They're mean. They're <laughs> bitches. They're the bitches of Eastwick. Yeah. Um. Then they're like only slightly less mean, but still really mean. Yeah. <laughs> like, like on a scale of mean to the meanest people you've ever met, they're nice. But in the terms of like the spectrum of human emotions, they're still yeah. being mean. Well, and she's like, I guess I'll hang out with them. Well, and I will say though that she seemed she was kind of sort of dour anyway. So she was like kind of attracted to them because they were a little bit snipey. I think you know what I mean. Like maybe. she was maybe. Because, you know, like, that's how, I mean, 
I don't think that they were going this deep in this movie, but you know, <laughs> sure. You'll pretty much do anything. Uh, they to had be... a witch expert on set, DJ. <laughs> You'll pretty much do anything to be accepted when you're you know, a teenager, though. You know, so yeah. If somebody was like, "Yeah, sit down," they'd be, she'd be like, "Okay." Um, and I mean, Skeet Ulrich also makes a point of like trying to point out that they're bitches, but she's yeah. still like, "Yeah, I don't like them." And then the minute she they find her, she's like, "I'll hang out with you." Yeah, because she has. Uh, so they have, you know, they're into witchcraft and um, already, yeah. They see, they observe that she like has like because she's like spinning a pencil on her desk. Apparently, she has powers. Levitating a pencil on her desk or balancing it, like, it perfectly. Yeah, yeah, and then it was like spinning. Yeah, like up, upright. Mm-hmm. Um, which we that was the first time we kind of get any. Uh, impression and Nev that. Campbell observes that Bonnie yeah. observes that, and then she realizes that this might be the fourth one. Apparently, for their ritual, they, they need, need compass need, points. They need yeah, north, so they west. need the main directionals. So they start hanging out. Yeah, she gets in with a bad crew. Mm-hmm. Um, they buy the book called The Craft from the, I said... Upon which this movie was based. From the Candle and Homeopathy store, as I called it. <laughs> There's a very incense and peppermints and potpourri uh, yeah. and candle and Wiccan ritual A lot of patchouli, I'm sure, It actually there. makes like four appearances in this movie. Yeah. A um, lot of velvet curtains. Yeah. Heavy, heavy drapes. So they, the girls kind of have been going there, the three uh, witches. And have, stealing. Have been stealing. Five-finger discount, dude. Yeah, dude. And then Wicked. S- Sarah goes there with them, and she actually pays for the book, for the craft. Revolutionary. Um, oh, yeah. I forgot, like, the kind of very beginning thing where uh, as soon as they come into the house, a crazy guy, like, sort of busts in the front door into Sarah's, in, uh, Sarah's home and has a little snake in his hand, and he's like, I want to show you something. I found this in the back. And then, of course, she screams, and then her dad comes downstairs and chases him away. Yeah, with a fire poker. But it was a weird scene, and then the scene that guy gets later is also weird. Yeah, and that's so that's later after the store, uh, the crazy guy sees Sarah again. Holding a new snake. He's got a new, tinier snake <laughs> this yeah. time. And he sort of chases after her, and she's scared. And he actually wasn't saying anything that crazy. He was like, I want to show you this snake. No. Wasn't the he? second time he was saying, I had a dream about you, but in the dream you were dead. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we don't really know what his deal was still. Yeah, it's and, just... and it's never explained like like at the end, you know, Hercule Poirot doesn't come out and go, and that man in the street, he it was, was of me. course, your father. Right. There was yeah. nothing like that. It was just like, oh, that crazy guy in the street, he got hit by a car because you well, yeah, made so it happen? As they're sort of running away from him, he chases after them, and then he gets just run over by a cab in pretty graphic detail for this it's not gory but it's kind of like it makes you go (laughs) yeah uh you see the you see him go under yeah yeah really scary and then the the real the girls realize that they think that sarah made it happen um well i think at that time they think they all because they were all thinking it together they made it happen right yeah and uh so uh it kind of skips to later they're uh sarah's hanging with skeet that's what i wrote down here hanging with skeet um, at some point he, uh, is kind of trying to move things in a sexual nature and she... Yeah, she's just like the next scene after the, the homeless guy, she leaves. Well, the, well, I mean, we should point out she, she goes to the hangout with, you know, uh, Bonnie, Clyde, Bonnie and Clyde. Clemson and Jim Jam. Billy the Kid. Um, <laughs> Jesse James. They, uh, they're all talking about Manon. Ah, uh, right. By Manon. Don't forget Manon. By Manon. <laughs> um, and they're talking about... Manos. Uh, is this a god you you made up? And she's like, no. If God and the devil were playing soccer, man, it would be the stadium and the sun shining down on all some sort of nonsense. Mm-hmm. Um, is it though? Yes. <laughs> is it though? Yes. <laughs> uh, is it though? <laughs> uh, so, man, and I guess is going to be the god in this guy he's neither good nor evil he is he just is. he is like nature although i have to say he's like the force luke he seems pretty evil yeah he seems <laughs> pretty wishy-washy i would say just sort of uh playing pranks on teenage girls seems to be not, to, go, not to get too uh theological but uh if you're all powerful and you just fuck with teenage girls <laughs> as you're as you're kind of this will really freak her out that's pretty much evil um 
So, yeah, so that's where we learn about Manon the first time, and that's the god they invoke constantly in their little right, rituals. Ritual. Not little. I have respect all faith. Mm, uh, none faith. That's what you meant. I respect. None, I respect none no faith. faith. Sorry, I misspoke. Um, so she's hanging with Skeet and won't sleep with him, and he kind of says, "Okay, whatever. It's cool. I'm cool. You you are your own person with your own agency. You can do what you want." But when they get back to school, he has been spreading rumors that they slept together, and she was terrible. She was a lousy lay, which is. A very high school insult, too. Like, that's a, yeah, yeah, I guess so. Um, and so... Not only are you a slut, but you're bad at it. Yeah. So she's upset because uh, all her... All the new people at school... And, oh, the new girl, she sucks at sex. <laughs> uh, so what we do now is we see kind of everybody... all Everybody in the little circle, the four girls, kind of get their... Uh, their problems are set up for them. So, right. So Sarah's problem is that the skeet is spreading rumors and he doesn't want anything to do with her anymore. Yeah. Like she tries to talk to him and his friends like, um, Breckenmeyer cock blocker and, and, um, um, well, they beaver dammer, beaver dammer. And then, yeah. uh, he doesn't, he won't talk to her, which and is then, also weird. Cause he, he's like, stop chasing after me. It's pathetic. Yeah. And she's like, I'm going to give you our one allowed. Fuck you for a PG 13 rating. Yeah. And, uh, and so she seems pretty mad at him, but then that then when they do their little circle spell, like she wants him to like her again. Yeah, I, and I, she's like, I know it's pathetic, but I'm like, it's also nonsensical. Yeah, it's, it's weird. Really um, so the second problem we got uh, Rochelle, who is Rochelle, Rochelle, Rochelle is on the diving team. They have a high diving team, California again. Yeah, well, that's fair. Who enough. the fuck knows? I have no idea. Um, and then we've got racist Marsha Brady uh, is uh, picking, yeah. picking on her, basically. And really, at first it just seems like she's just kind of a bully. This is, uh, what's her name? Uh, ben Stiller's wife. Uh, but what is her name? I don't know. Um, but she's, it seems like she's just sort of being a bully and picking on her. She like yells at Rochelle while Rochelle's trying to dive off the high dive. She and, says, shark! Which is, yeah. Once she's already off, like in the air, so I was like, how much... Wouldn't she sort of be already in motion for the whatever? Yeah. I'm sure there's something that would fuck up, but like she completely did a backflop into the yeah. water. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, at some point, uh, she says something else, mean, I, oh, something about her hair or whatever. And then. Oh, uh, she makes a comment about, oh, there's a pubic hair in my comb. Oh, no, it's, oh, no, Rochelle's it's just yeah. Rochelle's nappy hair. And then Rochelle comes around and she's basically like, why are you being ridiculous? <laughs> actually, it was a pretty uh, poignant part of the film actually where she's like why are you doing this it's right weird but then she says uh because you're a negroid yeah she says, she says negroid which is she's she says i am a racist and yeah. i do not like you basically you're like oh okay well i guess you're not like, well that's like, pretty cut and dry thank yeah, you okay there i go. appreciate it so that's her problem then we get to uh bonnie's problem which is nev campbell's character uh she's so mousy and ugly um yeah she's always like her hair is semi-greasy and she's always like co- covered in like over. clothes and hunched over and very quiet and she's always clutching a book yeah. um you know On and witchcraft. so we are like oh what a nerd that beautiful nev campbell is <laughs> yeah. So she has, and they do reference this a little earlier, she has burns all over her back yeah. uh, from something. I don't know if we ever find out what it is, but it looks yeah. like, yeah, some sort of so uh, third degree burns that she she's got. She's very upset and like self-conscious about it because it's just all over her, her like uh, mostly her back, but mm-hmm. like her torso area. And then um, she gets a, an experimental skin procedure uh, with Sally from Sports Night. Uh, oh, also known as Sue Ellen Mischke from Seinfeld, the... Right. Clark Candy Bar heiress. And so there's some sort of like uh, fast needle tattoo thing that they're trying to do. Some yeah, procedure. It's really strange. I don't know if this is based in real life, but it seemed like a Hollywood like pseudoscience. Like, yeah. uh, we can get a, a sewing needle, a sewing machine, and some fake skin. That and works. That's about yeah. what we can do. So that's her issue. She and it hurts like, really bad. And so. Yeah, she screams yeah. really loud and stuff. And then uh, Nancy, uh, she comes home to her trailer park home that's leaking from the storm yeah. just everywhere. And then she's got terrible yelling parents that are just. Uh, yeah. She has a mom and a stepdad, we learn later. Uh, They're just kind of shouting at each other. And uh, they don't do anything. The like, lights go off. It's unclear. Well, uh, we're assuming that they didn't pay their bills. Right. Yeah. So. Um, so that's the kind of four problems that we're mm-hmm. facing here. Uh, and then that's right after they, they get on the bus. There's a lot of just kind of like going around and doing spells in different areas. And a lot of soundtrack, soundtrack changes. Yeah. It's a very, 
a very Track 90- two. <laughs> it's a very 90s movie in that the songs are really like blatantly shoved in there yeah. and they seem like really 90s but just that that was i feel like a very 90s convention of like yeah. we're gonna get a mishmash of shit in this soundtrack and we're gonna put it in this movie somewhere we're gonna need some dishwalla at that park scene <laughs> So, um, and that's where we get the, they're on a bus and they go and the bus driver drops them off somewhere and she says, watch out, watch out for weirdos, ladies. And she says, we are the little weirdos, mister. And then Q towed the wet sprocket playing. Sprocket, <laughs> not sprocket. <laughs> All, uh, I think that's a little too chill for this. Uh, maybe, maybe so. Uh, Meat puppets? Maybe. <laughs> um, the girls have weird, like, blood drink seance tea party in the park. And that's um, really where they lay out what they want, which yeah, is... they're kind of making wishes, basically. Yeah. Um, and so, Nancy wishes... Well, everyone wishes essentially what they want, which is what you'd expect. Uh, yeah. Rochelle wishes that racist Marsha Brady will get her comeuppance. Get her comeuppance. Yeah. Um, uh, Scream wishes that uh, her back skins will fix Right. Drew Barrymore wishes that... Nope. <laughs> Nev Campbell wants her, yeah, her her burns clear. And uh, Sarah once uh, asks for Skeet Ulrich to fall in love with that her. complete asshole. I really wish he liked me again. Yeah, and then Nancy basically wishes wishes to be God. She wishes for the power of Manon. Yeah, by Manon, by Manos. Um, <laughs> oh, powerful Manos. Um. So yeah, they do that, and then mm-hmm. they right. And pretty then, soon, like, a thing of butterflies comes over the head, and that's yeah. proof that Manon was listening. Pretty soon thereafter, they do the light as a feather, stiff as a board, light as a yeah. feather, and they get Rochelle was floating in the air. Um, I'm surprised they didn't just do more, like, slumber party games, and that yeah. proved <laughs> just that. Just a pillow fight. Ouija board. I guess that was supposed to show that they really do have powers, but we've already showed that by this point. I don't know. I don't know. I, guess I think that was a lot of, like, ooh, we can do this now. Let's try that. Yeah. So... Um, they do, at some point, they do the invocation of the spirit. Oh, Feruza Balk, yeah. Uh, <laughs> We're invoking the spirit. Well, okay, go on. Um, I feel like we missed something, though. Go on, though. Well, those things start to, like, those things start to actually come true that they, oh, right. they ask for. So, um, yeah, Ski Ulrich is, like, uh, just constantly kind of walking after uh, Sarah and, like, he, yeah, he she says makes him he, like carry her books and all right. kinds of stuff. He's like basically. He her. says he can't stop thinking about her. Yeah, and he start he appears outside her door at one point or her window yeah. at one point and says, "I can't stop thinking about you. Let's do something sometime. Yeah. Can we move in together?" Is what he yeah. says when he's I outside her you. window. Um, and then uh, Rochelle uh, faces her her bully, Marsha Brady, and Marsha Brady's hair just starts yeah. to fall out, and it's really. Awful. Um, it is really awful, but and it's like scabby and weird. Yeah, and then later when she sees her in the shower, like her head is gigantic because of course she's wearing a bald cap with right. hair in it, so it just makes her look like Gollum or like a hydrocephalic, <laughs> like she's taking on water in her head. It's great. It's very Ben Franklin-esque <laughs> result. Yes. Um, and then we get uh, Bonnie. They uh, they go back to the doctor. This is Neff Campbell's character. They go back to the doctor. And more and science. More like Hollywood science. science. Where she just starts scrubbing at the, the scar tissue yeah, and it just comes off. Just pulls off the spirit, How that works. spirit gum. Um, How scar tissue works. And then... I don't like. Do we get any evidence before the the lightning strike thing about Nancy? No, like that. Well, she you see her being sort of a grumpus malumpus yeah. because her spell doesn't seem to be working, which so, was asking for the power of the universe. Oh God, yeah. So give us a little time, says the universe. We're working on it. We yeah. got to package it. We got to send it out. We got to go through <laughs> inspections. Um, yeah, so she's upset. At the border. But then she's uh, hanging out with her wretched uh, parents, yeah. and um, her mom is complaining to him again about, or the stepdad again about, like, I don't know what, but he yeah. threatens to hit her at one point, yeah. and um, Nancy, like, freaks out and starts screaming, and, like, it caused, like, a, a brownout, and something catches on fire, and then he has a heart attack, has a heart attack and dies. And then he has a... Despite being an abusive dick... He has a life insurance policy and for one hundred seventy-five thousand dollars. Yeah, which so, the movie treats as one hundred seventy-five million dollars. Yeah, because they're they're like in this big old condo or something over in downtown. And yeah, it's like, you know, <laughs> you'll have to pay the second month's rent as well. It's not just the deposit. I think you know, nineteen ninety-six, one hundred seventy-five thousand dollars was more than today, or you know, sure. meant more than today. But 
Not that much more. <laughs> but a high-rise condo in downtown LA, I don't know if it's going to cover it's that. It's not going to be a long-term fix. And it. also, does that redistrict Feruza Balk? Would she have to go to... Oh, because it's, oh, it's a private school. Never school. mind. Yeah, Never yeah. mind. They were already paying I was that. concerned, though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, then they have the invocation of the spat. Um, which is just some other shit they do on the beach. Um, they all kind of are in a circle. Well, they go to the well, they go to the house of patchouli and velvet again. Yes. Yeah, and that's where she she uh, Feruza Balk opens a book and she sees the moving pictures, much like you know the Hogwarts Express all or of whatever. Our favorite um, stories. And AKA she, yeah, she uh, she's like, I'm getting this book. And the vaguely European woman at the thing is like, you must be a very accomplished... Okay, I don't know. I'm making her into Dracula. Uh, <laughs> you must be a very accomplished uh, sorceress if you're going to For the third week this. in a row, we've got Bella Lugosi, <laughs> George Takai, <laughs> and the Count from Sesame Street. Thank you guys so much. Warp 3, Captain. <laughs> so good. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> she, she's like, I'm gonna, I got money. I'm going to buy it. Because I have money now. And it's really, and then they go to this like driving scene where it shows how reckless she's become now that she has yeah, money. She's making all the lights turn green with her witchcraft. Oh, and we should mention that now that Nev Campbell's back is fine, like she dresses in better clothing, I guess, better clothing, more yeah. tight clothing, but not, I was expecting some backless tops, but she doesn't do that, oddly enough. Yeah, she still doesn't show her back. And at she's all. more no. flirtatious with boys. She's just yeah. more outgoing more confident. And, and confident, yeah. Yeah. Um, but at some point we, yeah, the end. But kind of like also she starts to become a little mean to, yeah. to Sunnyside Up. What's her name? The Sarah. Main, Sarah. She's a batch. She's a top batch. Uh, <laughs> we only say this because Feruza Balk at some point does say, have you ever in Bugless Like, no, there was just the last was, syllable was no consonants, just a sound. It's and bad. they do that on the beach and they're all kind of in their, um, in a little the circle. compass points, yeah. And then, uh... For they bring the, an animal. Each one oh, brings yeah, yeah. an they animal. Oh, yeah, they bring, like, a, one uh, One of them has a fish in a bag. Yeah, one, like, one of them has a butterfly, another has a bird in a cage, and, of course, Fruzebalk being a, a totally normal, not villain, Yeah, has a snake. And then at some point, they're kind of, the spell's going crazy, the, there's this big storm coming, and then uh, Fruzebalk gets struck by lightning, and then we don't really see what happens immediately, because everyone's kind of passed out. And all, all the other girls besides Nancy, Fruzabog's character, wake up and they look out to the ocean and Fruzabog is walking on the water sure. towards them. Because I guess whatever Manon, that means. by Manon. And then uh, they hear some commotion and some sirens from around the bend and they, they go look and there's <laughs> a bunch of sharks. <laughs> sharks, a uh, hammerhead shark and a great white shark. I just remembered how ridiculous this is. And they've all washed up on the shore. And it, the, actually, the weirdest thing yep. about that was like, since when do sh- like police slap <laughs> on their siren and go racing to? What's that? Other? There's a dead animal on a beach bothering no one. <laughs> I don't know why they're Danish police. <laughs> Sound the tornado alarm for some reason. The best. I love that scene because they're like in a little outcropping of rocks when when Frozen Bulk walks up, and then they yeah. hear the siren, and they just look past the rock to their left and they see a string of dead sharks yeah. and which causes Feruza to start screaming, these are my gifts! These are the gifts from Manon! I'm like, Manon's kind of a lame gift giver. Yeah. He gave you a bunch of dead was sharks. Was he giving them to her or that was her you gift You know what to she's gonna love? <laughs> dead sharks. Send them on! But on land. Right? <laughs> what? Um, so it's, uh, Sarah starts to have some reservations about all this. That's when we get the, the zipping down the highway and or like zipping down the, down the and, highway. Um, and then we get, uh, she decides, okay, okay. He won't leave me alone. I'm going to go ahead and hang out with Skeet here. Um, and then at some point it's really, this off- is where the movie goes off the rails for me. Yeah. So Both politically and plot wise. So he can't really think for himself cause he's under this spell. So she's like trying to actually talk to him and give him a chance to like, you know, like maybe we could actually have a relationship. And then, uh, he just kind of echoes back whatever. Yeah. He's just being ditzy and speaking in circles. But then uh, he wants to to take things physical, and, Ugh, I'm and already she won't let him. And then he basically tries to tries to rape her, like yeah, slams he, her down, and like and then she kicks him off of off of right. her, and then runs away. Um, so he did. It was a, a 
I don't know how that works with. It was like, an attempted rape. Well, yes, it was, but like with the spell. That's well, that's weird. what I don't like about it is like there's because no, I feel like there's an implied like oh, you put a spell on it's him. Your and fault. He, you you put a spell on him. It's that an made exaggerated him crazy. victim blaming right. culture. <laughs> but also like it's like and it's also like implying that the result of rape is boys really liking you, not just right. like a pi- yeah. power dynamic or just to like oh it's just you know you know sex, uh, romance gone awry. Yeah, it happens. And also, you shouldn't have done that. So, in you every way, it's on your by fault. Wearing clothes. <laughs> so it was a very, uh, it was a very gross. And so thing. she, uh, Sarah, comes to uh, Rochelle's house, and the girls kind of like console her. And then Nancy decides to go seek revenge. There's a party going on that they know, which was kind of at first it was kind of like, oh, yeah, let's go get revenge. And then her revenge is to impersonate Sarah at the party. Well, she just first tries to seduce him, and then he's right. not into he's it. not into it. And then she like changes her face to look like Sarah, and then they start having sex. Yeah. And then when Sarah, like, once they figure out that she's at the party, actual Sarah and Rochelle and Bonnie LaBelle, uh, (laughs) she, they all show up. And, um... It's weird, like, yeah. And then she's like, oh, it's me, Feruza Balk. I tricked him. I got him. And then she's like... And he's, he's, like, freaked out. And, uh, she, like, and then Nancy freaks out on him, saying, you are nothing! And then uh, he falls to his death off the second floor. Yeah, with, implied that she did it. Yeah, like she pushes, she uses her magical spells to push the the French windows open. Yeah. Beautiful. Mm, beautiful, a little addition. beautiful touch, and uh, then he is thrown out of the room, yeah. and he's dead. And understandably, I, I forgot that he actually died. Yeah, dead. Yeah, this is, this is a dark movie. <laughs> but he was also an attempted rapist, so yeah. I don't lose much sleep over it. Well, yeah, it's a uh, it's weird because I you don't want to feel, and he was already a dick when he wasn't under a spell, but like. Uh, it it's a weird dynamic because it like he can't really think clearly right. in this in this not I'm not in, like in real life rape situations. No, it's not all very it. muddied by this movie. But it's, it's not messing, your fault. It's really messing uh, TJ, the, whole, it's not your fault. the whole thing. <laughs> um but yeah, so he's dead and of course uh Sarah <clears throat> is like freaked out about this and so she kind of pulls away from from her friends and doesn't really want to do the witchcraft stuff and then they turn on her basically and, right uh, they all turn into villains it gets really ridiculous really fast um so yeah because the- then she's like hanging oh she uh, is this the time when she does the picture thing yes she has a picture of nancy and she's wrapping a ribbon around and saying yeah. nancy i forbid you in the name of man, man and i forbid you to do any harm to yourself or others right and she keeps repeating it and she keeps repeating it and then she's at school she goes well, into she the, has a dream she has a nightmare where the, oh, all yeah. the three witches are choking her and then she wakes up they oh, come in through like lost by boys style yeah. in through the the window and like start strangling her and then she wakes up yeah. then she does the ribbon thing with the picture then she's at school in the bathroom and the three girls like open it with magic yeah. uh and they're like why are you being so weird how are you sleeping yeah like they, they actually put they know what's going on yeah it's very um weird and then they essentially threaten to kill her yes yeah you know in the old days when a witch betrayed her coven they'd kill her, they'd kill her. um so sarah goes to seek help at the uh incense and peppermint store yeah uh and uh they're about to. They go into the back room where the pentagrams are held. Oh, we forgot held. to like uh, you know tease the back room because every time they're in the store, they're like, yeah. "What's in the back room behind that curtain?" And she's like, "Get out! I'm from Europe, place. Nothing. I am um, from Europeania." But then they start to do something there, and then like something happens. That's yeah. So not even clear. then, it's like, oh well, I don't know why we teased this because we barely did anything here. Yeah. It was so her witch a room. She runs away because. Something. Um, so well, no, there's home. an explosion, a feigned explosion at the beginning of the store, implied by Nancy, like that. It's implied that Nancy did it, but at the but front of the how, store, it's not clear. What. But nothing actually explodes. But there's this huge ball of flame that seems to engulf everything, and then yeah. everything's fine. And Sarah's like, "I gotta get out of here." And like, you know, Europe lady is like, "No, don't. I am from place." And uh, <laughs> and then Sarah leaves, and then she goes back to her house. Oh, we forgot to also say. Um, when she was talking about her previous suicide attempt, mm-hmm. she kept having weird visions that her house was full of bugs and snakes. Oh, I didn't miss that. Oh, yeah. And that's why uh, Fruzabalk's holding her snake, and she's like, oh, snakes are great, and if you know about them, okay. or something weird. So she gets back home, and she is, uh, 
you know, start kind of, hey, dad, are you here? Nancy? Jenny? Jenny, yeah, her stepmom's name. Her stepmom, who we see for about a scene and a half, and she's never in focus. Yeah, I kind of forgot she existed. That's why I was like, who's Jenny? Who the fuck is Jenny? I think that's the first time her name was mentioned, too. So I was like, what? What? Um, So, yeah, they, um, uh, she gets a call. And it's Nancy saying, oh, you didn't hear? And then she turns on the TV and, and uh, they had flown, uh, they had supposedly flown to back to San Francisco because they thought that's where Sarah went. And so her, her stepmom and dad had gone to Mexico and they wrote down their flight number. And then you see that that plane has crashed. So it's like the witches tricked them into going to San Francisco and then made their plane crash. So they've killed them. So right. uh, she's very upset, of course. And she's like kind of... Um, Running around the house where all of a sudden uh, snakes and roaches and rats and and spiders. uh, Very kind of freaky. Uh, They're kind of everywhere and crawling all over her. And then um, basically they're trying to convince her. They they try to convince her to kill herself. They're like, you got to just kill herself. Right. All the the three remaining witches are there to try and convince her to kill herself. Yeah. Uh, Or at least make it look like she killed herself because they have a note. You know, yeah. supposedly signed by Sarah, but um, of course they wrote it, and yeah. uh, and then uh, Nancy, yeah. Sid and Nancy, she slices up, she slashes at Sarah's wrists. Yeah, you winced to visibly. I, I, can't, I don't uh, like that. Yeah, I don't like that either. <laughs> um, and uh, she starts bleeding. She runs upstairs, and Rochelle is like, "Why doesn't she just use uh, magic to fight us?" And Fruzabalk, who's on like full on crazy town yes. mode now yeah. because she's awake yeah and uh so then she sends nev campbell and rochelle to go upstairs to finish the job yeah but then she does use magic on them sarah does and yeah makes uh nev campbell see burns all over her face all over her body rather than just on her back it's yeah just all over makes her rochelle see her hair like racist marcia brady's yeah. like falling out yeah. like ben franklin and and then uh, they <laughs> Gull- run away Gullum ben franklin they run away in terror and then nancy comes upstairs to like fight and then but then they have this the weirdest final battle this was a weird thing it was definitely not palpatine versus yoda here it was <laughs> i mean uh i what we're 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 shown that sarah like invokes man to yeah. like you know point out hey she's like not using the powers the way you said she should yeah and uh so then nancy's like upstairs and she sees a mirror she turns her back to the mirror and oh no sarah's in the mirror and she comes yeah. out of it somehow and somehow. she's like but she doesn't fight nancy she's like do i scare you and yeah. Nancy's like, ah, I'm yeah. crazy now. You did. I've gone full cartoon villain. Uh, and uh, Nancy has a knife. Yeah. Um, but then I guess she says, uh, you know, you're not using the gifts. He knows that you've been using your gifts incorrectly. And he's not going to stand for it or something. Yeah. Uh, and Nancy starts like freaking out. He's all out, knowing, but like, he did not see this coming. Right. Uh, I'm going to give you these gifts, but I haven't looked to see what you're going to do with them. <laughs> um, that's my impression of Manon, by the way. Uh, pretty good. She, oh, and the part of Edwin was played. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Part of Manon will be played by Edwin. My stars, <laughs> ladies, please bring an animal of your choice to the beach and invoke me. Um, invoke me sounds so perverted. It, it's weird that when, during the Republican debate, they kept using that word because I guess the rule invoke. was if someone mentions your name, you are allowed thirty seconds if to you respond. Get invoked, but they kept saying, "Well, okay, uh, Dr. Carson, he invoked your name, so you can respond to that." I'm like, "Stop saying invoked." It sounds so uh, yeah spiritual. Yeah, so spare invoke. Um, so yeah, I mean, the fight and is- then kind of stupid because uh nancy jumps at um well nancy at Sarah. first is like oh no don't tell him i i didn't mean it like that yeah. and then uh she goes crazy again she's like ah! and then jumps after her with the knife but then the knife is gone she's just, just slapping just at sort of her slapping, and i don't know if like she's being held back with magic but she does not really land any blows no and then all of a sudden this big giant dresser comes powered by man manos the Wind? hands of fate uh it Slams, Torgo slams into where uh, Sarah was, and then uh, Nancy goes to check to see like if she's dead or what. And her it's just her clothes. Yeah, and then she's like, uh, but she sees that as a trick, and so she gets her knife, which she apparently has again. She now. had the whole time, and then she goes to stab her. But uh, and right when she's about to stab her, Sarah reappears. I'm like, worst time to reappear. Lady. Yeah, 
I guess she knew that she had been found yeah. out, and so she, then she kind of kicks, which kicks uh, witch Nancy across the woman into mirrors, and then we get a really weird mirror. Cartoon. See how high she flies, witchy woman. See how high she flies. Oh, that's what they were singing that's about. What and then I guess it's over. Um, <laughs> we get a little. She crashes into a mirror, and that's that. Yeah, we get the. Then we get a little epilogue. And they do this um, weird thing where she crashes into yeah, a mirror and breaks mirror. the mirror, and then they like did a thing where they imposed like superimposed mirror shards falling from the top of the screen to the bottom. Like it was really what? Weird. Yeah, that was weird. It's really. It's like the only time anything like yeah. that happens in the whole movie. It's really you can't just do that once. You have to like create a triangle yeah. of looks yeah. three times. You know, Chekhov's mirror shards. Mm-hmm. You, know, you got to set it up in the fr- okay. Um, and then what are the what's the epilogue there? They we get uh, Sarah's moving away. Is um, she moving? It seems like they were packing for a trip or something. I didn't get the impression that she was moving, but I might have missed something. But Nev and Rochelle, Bonnie and Rochelle, come back. Yeah. Uh, and they're like, hey, sorry about... Uh, and Sarah's like, she's trying to kill me. Yeah. Ha-ha. Our bad. Lulz. So like, you want to hang um, out or anything? Right. And then she says, no. And then they uh, they say, oh, she probably didn't have any powers. Well, no, they're, they're asking also, did you lose? Do you still yeah. have your powers? Because we don't have our powers anymore. Yeah. And she they, she's uh, doesn't answer them or yeah and she doesn't yeah, answer them she and doesn't answer and they walk away and, then, and she's like probably doesn't even have how I am and then uh, <laughs> she Sarah she, makes a storm come and lightning strikes a tree and a branch falls right and I'm sure her them. dad was like God damn it I gotta just stop I gotta get the saw out now it's been four days vacuuming cockroaches <laughs> um, and then we also at some point see uh, Nancy is now in a mental institution yeah uh, chained. Strapped to a bed. Whenever someone's in a mental institution in a movie, I'm like, you don't know about the state of the mental health facilities in this country. (laughs) There's a reason you only see them on ghost hunting shows. And that's that. Oh, yeah. That was a horrible movie. I mean, I'm just kidding. Oh, uh, The Craft? Yeah. Oh, you're about to get attacked by... uh, Actually, I don't think it was a horrible movie. I feel like the first two thirds were fine. In terms of like taking a regular high school movie and bringing like witchy stuff, but yeah. the minute like Manon is like electrocuted into Feruza Balk and she just sort of turns into a villain, that's when I was like, oh, this is just stupid. Yeah, the third act got kind of fell apart, but ultimately, the my main problem with it was just it was like there wasn't that much story there, and there wasn't there was like a, yeah. there was like a, a like a one hour specials worth of story. That they kind of. I feel like the third, movie. the third, the third act is basically like, oh shit, we gotta have stuff happen. Well, it was like new girl moves to town, befriends witches, then they do like witch shit for like an hour. Yeah, and they there's doesn't they're like witch and that's like that's kind of cool to a point. And I can see why if you were like a, an angsty young uh, woman, right? It you is might sort be like, of oh cool, but it's yeah. like it doesn't do anything. It doesn't move the. Plot it's just wish fulfillment. It doesn't explain the characters really that right. much like the a little bit but like not they're not so much characters as much as like traumas that have happened to them yeah <laughs> that's yeah i mean nancy's the most character driven in that she's kind of mean uh you know she's got a hard exterior probably because she has a bad home life but everyone yeah. else is just sort of like i committed suicide uh, or i tried to commit suicide a while back yeah this is our main character that you're right. caricaturing right now. And like, like she's not like, oh, she's the sarcastic one, or yeah. she's the funny one. Like, it's no, none no of that. One it's like, the funny I'm the one, one that committed su- tried to commit suicide. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm the one that has horrible. Burns I'm the one on who is black, and so people are racist to me. Yeah. And I'm the one who has horrible burns on my back. I'm the one, and I guess she's I'm the one also, that was kind of hot, then got super hot. Right. But acted, we all acted like I was Hollywood nerdy and that I was gorgeous <laughs> with a small flaw that was easily covered up. Um, yeah, it was, that was my main problem. And when Feruza Balk goes crazy, like she goes full on like the Joker insane. Yeah. To the point where I was like, I, I didn't know what I was supposed to do with this character in the first two thirds of the movie. And now it's because now like, it's like, yeah. I want her to die, I guess. Yeah. It or was, be in a mental, mental institution for the rest of her life. It did just seem and like she, it kind of flipped. Like, really. and I mean, she, yeah, she, she did try to kill Sarah, but so did those other two girls. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. why do they get to be out? And this, I know that they were sort of less in power than Nancy, but they still were like going upstairs to kill Sarah. And the only thing that stopped them was seeing their selves, themselves as ugly. So it's yeah. like, why are they getting off scot-free? Yeah. I mean, they did get a branch dropped near them. Near them. Look out. So. Cloudy. Come up. And- with a chance of tree branches. <laughs> My favorite non-Pixar film. <laughs> 
Um, of yeah. all time. <laughs> Your favorite non-Pixar film of all time. It was just, uh, yeah, not a gr- I actually liked it, I think, the beginning of it more than I thought it would. Because I thought it was going to be a little bit more... Uh, I mean, it was campy, but I thought it was going to be a little bit more like kind of silly. It was silly mostly because it was so 90s, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With and- the soundtrack. I was expecting R. Kelly to pop in singing Gotham City any minute. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Corkin doing whatever song he did for Batman and Robin. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. It was just like, oh, and here's another song. Yeah, it was very song heavy. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But that's, just, I mean, that's not a fault of this movie. That was a big that trend. That was an era thing, yeah. But I definitely think this, overall, just as a, like a film, it was like very bloated in terms of like, there wasn't a lot of substance there. Yeah. Um, which, you know, like, at least in some of the teen comedies, you know, they're all a little like... We took this thin idea and kind of right blew it up to a movie size, but it didn't even have like that much of a thread. But um, and the rape thing was just weird. Yeah, in a, kinda, in a in a way that is not good in modern eyes. It's just well, because like, it's like it makes you feel confusing sympathy for this. Rapist right, it character. tries to give you sympathy for the rapist because he dies. Yeah, uh, and he's under the spell that the woman who is the uh, who was the potential rape victim. Yeah, put on him, so it's like somewhat blaming. It's weird. It's a yeah. very and I don't know that thing. they necessarily like overtly meant that one. No, but it is it, still like it's, it's like, like uh, a weird implication. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so what? I don't know. Uh, verdict? What do you think? I don't think it's a horrible movie. It's definitely really not great. And you had no like connection to this. But both no. of our inner child's children are sort of. Well, off they have clean slates. They have clean souls. But uh, this I, wasn't. This wasn't as kind of bad as I was expecting. Actually. No, I mean, in terms of witch fulfillment, I can... Witch fulfillment. Nice. Um, can we put that in the synopsis, please? Can we put that on the posters <laughs> for the movie back in time? Because that's solid. But I mean, it, I can understand why uh, teenage girls or teenage boys would be like, oh, yeah. this is... Yeah, I wish I was a witch. Yeah. Except my best friend might try to kill me. Nice. But otherwise... That's the price you pay. He, she's probably going to do that anymore. Right. Um, so I can kind of understand why people would like it. It's just the, the last third just goes so off the rails. Yeah. I would say if you are... And it's almost like a totally different movie than the first third. There's a lot of movies that I actually like that kind of their third act are right. super weak. So I can sort of understand, like, I don't think anybody is going to go back and watch this and be like, whoa, this is horseshit. They're just going to be like... Right, and that wasn't as that wasn't impactful great. as I remember it. But uh, yeah, go watch it. Watch it on your uh, you know thirty days of Halloween or whatever on ABC. Right. I don't think anyone's like watching it and being like, oh, "I'm such a Sarah." I will say, if you're <laughs> such a Sarah, <laughs> um, I'm such a Sarah. Yeah, because there is I no, use, there I never is use no, my consonants in my words. So there I'm is no such a anything. Spirit. There's no characters to compare. Yeah, um, but if you are gonna you know have your teen watch this if you're uh, old enough to have kids now and you want to like kind of share your nostalgia and all that kind of stuff it is pretty dark there's a uh, yeah blood drinking and wrist cutting and uh you know spiders and and wiccanism and, they might get into wiccanism yeah the so most exhausting that, I would the say. most exhausting of religions <laughs> Uh, there we did read in the trivia. I just want to get this out there because yeah. I noticed we weren't making fun of any religions in the course of this. But yeah. uh, they did have a witch expert on on staff, and it should be noted, <sighs> Feruza Balk is actually a Wiccan. So everything you see in this movie is because really, of course she is <laughs> really realistic. Yes, everything super realistic, and it should be noted that we are doing the largest air quotes like these are air quotes you have to stand up to do and get both hands going from the ceiling to the floor air quotes this movie's really realistic they're like they're like uh corn crop circles right air quotes that's how real farmers are like what the hell happened here what are these but it's not like the corn was trampled it's like someone did air quotes around them uh i like yes it should be it's uh it's uh manon is not a real thing but they did do a lot of wiccan spells and it should be noted like they do with any movie dealing with the dark arts Mm -hmm. some weird stuff happened on set one time i went i was at the craft services table and i wanted to get a danish but there weren't any oh my god oh my god at night under a full moon you can still hear feruza ball (laughs) Saying and fucking mess. Of course, she's a wicked. 
Do you anyway, want to tell us why yeah. Wiccans it, Wiccan is the best religion? Email us at your inner Email child. Email us at, at your gmail. inner child is awesome at <laughs> hotmail.org. <laughs> Um, you can find us on Facebook, Your Inner Child is an Idiot. Just put it in the little search bar. You can find us on Twitter, at Y-I-C-I-A-I. You can find Damon on Twitter, at Damon Zanth, X-A-N-T-H. You can find me on Twitter, at DJ Phillips. Damon has an awesome uh, webcomic called Drewford. You can find it at DrewfordComic.com. Mm-hmm. I have a website that I haven't updated in months. Nice. DJPhillips.com. Get that vintage feel. Yeah. You can f- it actually it's just it's just Minesweeper. It's just animated <laughs> gifs of Cal of Hobbs and Calvin dancing. Uh, our website is your inner child your inner child is an idiot dot tumblr dot com. You'd think I'd get better at this, not worse, but um, I think that's it. Uh, please, we'd love to hear from you if you have any suggestions, uh, future episodes. You want to tell us that Whoppers are the best candy you've ever heard. <laughs> Get uh, out of here. If you go on iTunes and rate and review us, that helps us a lot. We'll uh, get more interest and make a little money, be able to make more episodes. So everybody wins. Mostly yeah. us. Mostly um, us. That's it for us. We'll see you next time. Spooky. Spooky.